0: blog talk radio and hello hello this is our wondrous world with helena steiner holstein hello again how are you doing and i'm speaking to you as i did last time from beautiful sunny florida you have no idea i keep on just talking about how beautiful it is to be in this kind of environment. But sunshine and blue sky, green grass, was just out with, with my hibiscus tree in front of the windows so with beautiful, uh, uh, double, uh, how should I say, uh, orange flowers. Unfortunately, the tree had a few lights, so I had to clean that up before I came in. But that is not the perfect world without something else that we have to do with it. And that is a reflection about this time of the year because, you know, it's wonderful with this time of the year, with Christmas, with celebrations, with presents, and everyone dressing up and seeing each other. But then it's not that way for everyone. And if you're one of those who is not out there celebrating this time of the year, whatever religion and background and tradition you have, it doesn't go back to your tradition and how you experience that. It's how you are within you and how you can create your very own tradition. I think those people who are living alone start to do that also. I hear it from a lot of people that they start to create their own tradition how to celebrate this time of the year and how they get, if they have Christmas tree, they get themselves a Christmas tree, they buy themselves presents early on, you know, maybe in September, October, wrap them and then they've forgotten what they had bought and put it under the tree for them. And they enjoy it, they eat well, they drink well. And maybe by that time, they even found a friend that they can invite over But you don't have to have someone with you. I hear from so many that, oh, I hate this time of the year. You know, it's so hard, and I have to see my family. I cannot stand my family. We don't get on at all, and we have to meet each year over Christmas. Well, because you have to. It's so hard. But I have to because my mother and my father, I don't know for how long they're going to live. Well, you can see them other times when all the others are not there. So you can arrange something. You don't have the habit, I must, I must, I must. I have a friend here locally who cannot stand it when he hears someone say, oh, I must do that, or particularly if it's they tell him, oh, you must do that. He's just allergic to that expression. So it may be a good idea just To get that out of your system, I must. And another thing you should get out of this your system is, yes, but. Do you know how many people stick to bad habits because they come up with a yes, but excuse? I had a guy, and I mentioned him as an example several times. He had something wrong with, uh, he had a, Strange rash all over his body, and I felt he had an allergy or sensitivity to coffee, and I said to him, you know, you tried everything, you've gone to doctors, you've tried all kinds of healers, and i tell you one thing, this rash is going to continue if you do not stop coffee. Yes, but, you know, I have to drink coffee, yes, but, oh, I cannot wake up without coffee? Well you make a choice and this is what it is about everything do you want to have a good Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate then make it one. if you are alone or with your family and if you notice that the family is getting it you know you have members of the family who can be a little tricky and they have a knack about not wanting to but somehow automatically they mess in the one mess up in one celebration. They just do. Or others get so hurt by it or whatever. Just leave the room at that time. Go to the bathroom, go out, or just start coughing As say, I have to go and get myself a glass of water and disappear and just break off. And if the ones who stay get into some iffy conversation or argument. Don't participate and say, well, I think I have to go now. Um, And if the others don't react, wonderful. If they react, they say, okay, then calm down. I came here to have fun. And then don't think about pride or being right. All this, but I was right. You have no idea how many people ruined everything in their lives because they had to be right. So um, I wanted to say also, if you want to ask questions, you can call in, but also since this is uh, you know, I have a computer next to me here. Well, I have one for the show with a big screen where I see the show. But then I also have a screen of a regular computer and you can type in any question. And remember this, if you email me a question to dr. Helena, info at yahoo.com dr David Richard dr Helena info, short for information at yahoo.com I, That's my email address but it's also active now during the show. So that is uh, the the introduction <laughs> that I wanted to say here. And it was just that I wanted to finish off this year telling everyone that life is not that easy at all times. And I got an email from a young man, See if I can find it, uh, my printer didn't work, so I had to kind of copy things a little bit. Short, you know, with my hand uh, With my long hand And he says here um, I'm 19 years old And a junior at Ohio State uh, I um, From day one I met the girl Tracy And we started dating She now left me And I don't understand why And how can I get over it I mentioned her To my family And what shall I tell them now, because I'm going home for Christmas? Oh, yeah, you know, what is your name here? Oh, Dave, David, okay. So, Dave, you know, it's hard to grow up. And maybe you haven't been in love before, or at least not like this big time when you were away from your family and you can choose your own times, how you were going to be together with her. But to grow up, you have to go through a few disappointments. It doesn't mean because she left you. And you know, girls at your age, and evidently she must have been the same age, they're more mature. And she realized she wanted a little bit more out of life before she settled with you. So she wanted to see more, go out and try more. And this is exactly what you should do with your life as well. Go out and just see what that is out there and to fall in love you know it's it's a wonderful experience, but to try but the price is very high if you lose, which eventually you always do in life because either you're you are together forever and. Eventually, you know, everything that is forever in this dimension ends in this dimension. So you have to know that there is not anything called 100% or forever in this lifetime. And you have to look at your life and things like this, like, oh, thank you for the memory. Of course, you don't say so now, but because if you look at the good moments now, you'll be very, very upset, and you want it back. But later on in life, look at the memories. And I hear this from many. You know, uh, I stayed friends with all my men's friends. I would say, except for my American husband, who couldn't handle that. <laughs> but uh, and then he died. So, uh, but anyway. Otherwise, I have managed to stay friends with all my ex-dates and ex-boyfriends and ex-husbands. Well, my ex-husbands are not either alive. That's why I departed because they died in car accidents. But anyway, look at those good moments that you have had together, and that will give you an inner capital. capital of peace, of knowledge. Experience is the biggest capital you can have. It will bring you so much of the good, of the highest good, and teach you so very much that you wouldn't otherwise have learned. Everything in this life you have to learn through your own experience. Of course, you have to go out and learn from school also, but that's a different thing. But what you learn at school, and if someone says, oh, I'm not going to study anymore, I don't like studying, and I can only say, if you don't know what to do, keep on studying, because it would give you something that not everyone has. So I'm all for that, and I say this to my to the children here, uh, to my grandchildren in particular, who, who now are sitting in that position. Oh, shall I continue or shall I go out working? Oh, I like to be free. I don't like to study anymore. But I tell you all, it's a good idea, particularly if you don't really quite know what you want to do. And I've seen those who started to study one subject, they... Have after a while seen, no, this is not what I want to do. And they've gone into a different subject to study. So uh, you have to move on and just keep, keep moving. And that is the secret for a good life. Keep moving, never stay still. Don't get stagnated. And you can write that down if you can. Now I know many people listen to me in the car. And I hear this all the time, and always say, "Well, if you're driving a car, please don't, don't uh, uh, listen to the meditation. Turn it off and go back to that another time." But the meditation that I do at the end of the program that is very deep, and that goes right into you. So what I would tell Dave is, life moves on. Although you're very unhappy now, start to like oh I know now I know something more. I just tell the family. Well, she left me. They will know. They've gone through that themselves. You know your mom and dad. I'm not sure if they met at high school or college, and then they were happy ever after. That's not that you. That common. That's quite rare. I would say, but it happens. And I think that could be very nice for everyone to do that. God, you avoid so many complications. It's like I say, you know, i always married into different cultures or, or, or different countries and different languages. It's hard. I'm really inviting difficulties into my life doing those things. So just to marry someone, or to be with someone of your culture, your tradition in your country, and you speak the same language. How easy! (laughs) You know, that's darn uncomplicated. And then, of course, we create all those complications for ourselves all the time. Isn't that funny how we are? And still, in this like you have with your partner now. You come from the same background and everything else. Look at the good things you can do together and not where you have all those difficulties. And don't bring the difficulties up unless you're going to do something about them. But don't go and refer back to that all the time. So and here I have another girl also I think uh, looking from her long email and I just wrote down the the, the actual questions. But uh, she says and she's about twenty. I hope it's not that girl who went with Dave. No, evidently not. They're completely different parts of the world. Okay, and she said that she's been so disappointed through life already. My goodness that she has become a cynic and she doesn't want to date anyone anymore. And I said, no, please don't do that. Just start to look at the good things in anything that happens because your thoughts will start to form your life. And you will have a more complicated and a disappointing life if you look at everything as some kind of beginning to a failure. Don't do that. You know, I haven't had an easy life. Good, I had a really tough time. But I've had a wonderful life also. And there were times when I just thought, oh, I kill myself, you know, and I say this jokingly now. But there have been times when you've been thinking about it. Oh, I feel so low. Why do I even live here, you know? And I'm so open I can talk about these things that it's quite common that people think about it at times when everything, when things are not working, when everything is bad. for You know, people lose all their money, or they lose their good health, or they lose someone they they love very, very much, or they lose a child. You know, there are so many difficult things then. And whatever happens to you, go out and look at the big stars in the sky and know that this universe is so packed with so very very much that you and your little problem is like a little, little, microbic microbic, oh, it's not microbot. <laughs> I have not even say the word. A little, little, minute spot on a star. And those problems that you have don't even count where you are in that spot. So now be happy that we have holiday, a holiday coming up. And I just saw, I read here that the Jews celebrate Hanukkah and it means the festival of lights. Isn't that wonderful? Why don't the Christians talk more about the light. And I mean that because this is, this is so sad that even, you know, Islam and the Jewish faith talk about the light. But in the Christian faith, you don't do it as much. And I think we really should start to look at those things in, my, in your life as the light. I talk about the light, as you know, all the time. Oh, I got an email coming in here, and it says, <laughs> I have to laugh, and it's from a guy, and he is, calling, himself himself, and he is saying, who are you? Yeah, who am I? It's a very good question. I am Helena Steiner-Hornstein. And I take it you have never listened to my show before, but I'm glad you're staying on right now. And uh, I am actually a healer originally. I don't call myself a healer uh, at all, but this is what people call me because I make people feel better or even get well. And how do I do that? Well, people say through my psychic powers. But I don't call it at all. I'm just saying that I'm connecting myself with this big white light in the sky. Call it what you want. I call it the I am light or the God light. And That is the one that you are. You are a spiritual being. You are a God light. You are so very, very relaxed now. As you hear my voice talking about the light, and you feel that within you, right in your chest area, you have something called I am the light. I am the light. You go deeper and deeper and deeper within you, and there the light shines even more. And it's there for you. And anytime time you feel alone or you feel very sick, allow yourself to stand or to sit like in a ray of light and allow that ray of light to shine down over you. It's that simple. And here uh, are you... And I said here also in the announcement that how? what do you do now to get ready for the year, for the new year? We have Christmas or Hanukkah. We have the celebrations first. And um, these celebrations are just starting now. And we celebrate every day somehow. But then after all the celebrations, we have New Year, the New Year, 2020. Do you know after the week before the New Year, people contact me a lot because now they are depressed. And I think the problem with Christmas is that you go and build up this hype Five days to Christmas, two days to Christmas, and now it's Christmas. Now what? What is that? People are disappointed. They had worked so hard with just getting money together to buy all those presents that they feel they had to give away. And now they receive presents, and it's nothing like what they really want, and they feel what a waste. And they haven't seen, they haven't heard from those that they wanted to hear from. And they feel sick about everything. So now they call me up and say, oh, I need a session with you to feel better. So, yes, you're welcome. Email me to this address, drhelenainfo@yahoo.com, at yahoo.com. And we will talk. So. Um, we uh, uh, believe that, and for the children too, they walk around and they expect this and this, or now they're going to get those presents, and maybe they don't get those presents, and they're a little disappointed. And so is mom, and so is dad also, that they couldn't satisfy the wishes of their beautiful child. So it's a very, very hard time now, but the new year, and I always feel it's good to make a list before the new year starts. What do you want to do with this new year? What do you feel would be a nice idea? And I have always recommended, you know, go get yourself some magazines, just old magazines, and start to cut out pictures of what you would like to have in your life. And start to glue that onto a big sheet of paper a big sheet of paper that you can even divide into, you know, page, you know, like page one, two, three, four. And uh, now you're just on page one, you start to put what you want very soon, whatever it is you want. You want the happiness. You want to just listen to uh, good shows. You put up those things. Put it just like in an image or even draw an image, what you like to do. I did that years and years ago myself, and I didn't really have too much of an idea what I wanted to do with my life at that time. But the amazing thing was that I, for fun, I put up CD CD, uh, uh, pictures of, of these regular music CDs, because at the time I had a symphony orchestra that I was uh, not, well, I was promoting as a charity. And I wanted, of course, that orchestra to make many recordings. So I put all those CDs up in one spot on my front page. Little did I know that when I looked at those CDs, it kind of went deeper into me. So with time, I started to think, I should make CDs. I should start to make recordings with my meditation. And they've turned into huge success. I financed that myself from what I brought in through my healing sessions. And then, of course, I brought in money again for those recordings. But they did very well. Now you can still buy them on my homepage speakingtoyourheart.com, and you can also get them as, you know, downloads on your cell phone. But new ideas came up, and also at that time, I, I didn't know I was going to talk publicly, which I started to do in many languages in many different countries. And I had a big stage, there, and I kind of found a picture with a stage and I just put stars on the center of the stage. I didn't mean it was going to be me, but maybe my subconscious mind saw that and kind of decided, well, you can be the star. And this is what I mean for you. Don't underestimate your subconscious mind because that one is putting you in places. And that subconscious mind of yours is deciding your future. Do you want to be happy and well? Well, make up your mind and start to charge yourself with that energy of success to look forward and to move forward into a good future. I tell you, it helps. It does help, and I know that. I can say that from my own experience. It really puts you in a place of comfort, of security. You feel great once you just convince your subconscious mind. And by the way, it doesn't take much for your subconscious mind to get convinced. You just have to feed it thoughts all the time, which you do. Oh, I'm so tired of this. Oh, I'm so tired of this life. Oh, I cannot afford it. Oh, I'm not feeling well. I'm so lonely. You're feeding your subconscious mind. This time, unfortunately, with negative energy. So now, do this as a Christmas present, a New Year present to yourself. Oh, I'm so positive. I'm so happy. I, I have a new friend in my life. I have a new position in my life. I am very happy with my new life. Pretend you are already there and just convince your subconscious mind. This is already here. This is how I did when I'd been widowed twice and I really liked to be in a relationship after that. So I wished for a new husband and every day I woke up and said, oh, I'm coming closer and closer to my new husband. I went to see friends in America and stepped on the plane, and I'm getting closer and closer to my new husband. You know? And eventually that was exactly what happened. But, and however, spirit is coming. Spirit wants to surprise you. Even if you made up your, your mind, That this is what you wish for, and this is what you're going to have. Spirit wants to surprise you, so don't go and say with each one, or, or think with each one that you meet, or each place where you go. Or I'm now going to meet so and so. Then you stop the process. Just start the morning that way, and then let go and let God. Just give your wish or whatever it is out to this universe and let it happen because it does happen. Little miracles do happen. Surprises happen. You know, when we are fearful of of things, little bad surprises happen, don't they? But we have the power within us to do certain things. All by ourselves. Well, meaning you and God, not necessarily a different person. And during these days of just rushing, this morning I was out to do some shopping. This is what not. This was not Christmas shopping. This were a few things that I actually needed for the household. And uh, this morning was the only time I can go and get it. And I had to go out in the parking lot with all with you know not a Everyone little bit stressed for time. And I couldn't believe that accidents didn't happen, you know, but everything went fine because at the last minute people just pulled themselves together and watched out for each other. You pull out to your parking spot. Some is out watching that is working. You're driving carefully and you're stopping where you have a stop sign and so on. If you follow the practical rules, you will be all right. And this is what I'm saying about everything. Don't push your luck and do things like, oh, I have to be there sooner and just because of that, you might run into some kind of problem. Because you are being too hasty. You're being too full of stress. So just know that if you do everything in its good time, you will reach that wherever it is you're going fast. And that goes for your future also. If you don't want to push a rush of things, if you just decide, okay, I'm going to work this out the way it's meant to be worked out, You cannot find your good fortune just, like, immediately. The winner doesn't need to do that. The winner takes his or her good time. That is what you are going to do also. And here I have a young lady uh, who is 29, she says. And she says, I have moved to a new city, and uh, suddenly I had problems with my faith because somehow it doesn't seem right for me anymore. And she mentions they came from a small city, she mentions the cities, and she came from this um, actually small, not the city, but a small town, where everyone actually went to the same church. And they did that, and they believed the same thing just about everyone. And you, she fitted into that. She was comfortable with that. And now, she has, she's going through a crisis with her faith. Well, faith is something that you have within you, but usually it comes from what someone else has told you to believe. And now it can be difficult when you're not in the same surrounding anymore. And I talk about the light, and I see also in her email that confuses her a little bit. And then I'm telling her. That's Tracy. Okay, Tracy. Uh, I'm telling Tracy, it's just words. You came from a community where everyone talked about Jesus as the Savior. And that's fine. And you keep that within you and for you. Jesus never goes away wherever you are. But don't expect your surrounded where you are now in the big city to say and think the same way. They may fundamentally have the same feeling that you do but they don't use the same words. I use the white light. I use the light. And that fits in to Jesus or God or whoever you believe in because Jesus was the light. He talked about that. I'm the light. So if you put in the light and look at the light as being absolutely unconditional love, It works better for you. You will feel much more comfortable with the one that you are. You don't abandon Jesus or you don't abandon God or anyone because you say the white light or the light. On the contrary, you will just confirm much, much more about you and about your faith and how it works for you. I don't know if uh, you have read my book called Constant Awakening. But in my book, I mentioned in the beginning somewhere, I believe, how I met Jesus. I mean, for me, it's almost, I hate to say it, was almost like a joke. I never spoke about Jesus, I never had any relationship with Jesus. Except except for what i have been taught through my confirmation or from school or what we all know in the Bible and what we hear in church and so on, uh, because this was my tradition. But it it was not that it was of any... Jesus was not, like, of any big importance in my life, I believed, at that time, at all. And suddenly, and this was when I was going through separation from my American husband and I was very very down at the time I lived in this beautiful big house with water all over and a hundred foot yacht at the dock and limos in the garage you know a well to do life and uh, and I had all my dogs my five dogs and I was alone I was all by myself in the house. And I felt I failed so miserably. How could I not go through with this marriage anymore? Why did I have to walk out of it? And it was totally my choice to do so. It was a difficult, difficult time. But I had to do that to be me. Because in that marriage, I was not me anymore. And I could not believe. Well, I couldn't be, follow my belief. Whatever it was, I wasn't even sure of it at the time. And then suddenly, I heard like, it was like a, a not an explosion, but a zip of energy that I heard. And then there was like a swirl of light in front of me and there stood Jesus. And I just knew it. You know, from not being part of my life at all, suddenly I knew that this was him and he stretched his hand, his arm towards me. And suddenly I just heard or just knew everything is going to be all right. And I saw so distinctly how the fabric was woven in the sleeve, or was it the catch pants? I wasn't sure, but I remember it so clearly, and how it was woven like some lines in this, and was not white white, it was just like what people would wear every day, and I was just, "Oh my God, you know, I felt it so strongly." And I felt this light coming to me and going through me so powerfully. And then he disappeared just as quickly as he came. And immediately afterwards, I just burst out. Oh, my God, I saw Jesus. And I picked up one of the small dogs and had to, hug him, you know, because I had the three dobermans, and then I had the two lapdogs, the two Pomeranians, and I took one of the Pomeranians and I hugged him. And I said at that time, oh my God, I saw Jesus. And was so big, it was so clear to me that there was a continuation to my life. And at this moment, at put myself back at that particular time more than I usually can do, but only because I'm sharing it with you here on the radio and was such a big, big moment. And only because this was so powerful for me, it felt like I was now walking on air for several days afterwards. I don't even know how the day ended. I don't remember that. I must have just, you know, later on had dinner and, you know, gone to bed or whatever. But it was just like a big momentum in my life. Strangely enough, you know, um, years, a few years after that, a, a publisher in Europe was asking to publish my book, and. Um, to translate my book And I, I said fine And I said very good I've already written it in Swedish for you You can read that And um, But then The publisher rewrote it And they took out This moment with Jesus Maybe the publisher didn't believe it Maybe it didn't fit in With the secular beliefs In, in Northern Europe Maybe, maybe, I don't know why he took it out. But then he wasn't allowed to publish it for me. I said no. He took out a few other things also that seemed maybe too spiritual. But this was exactly what I had experienced. And why should someone take out the actual big truth out of my work just to suit so that was the big thing that just flew away from me. <laughs> so I didn't get that opportunity. But now I have published my other book in Swedish, and it's called The White Light and Limitless Reality. Det vilda ljuset, en oändlig potential." by me, Helena Stanley Holmstad. So there we go. This was a big experience. And we are now going to do a light meditation, a moment of light. You know, as I'm doing the show, I keep on looking out through the window. And I have talked to many here And I said, my alligators seemed to have moved. And now I saw a really big alligator. What is it? Twenty yards away from my window. (laughs) And, uh, you know, alligators come and go at night. And I'm sorry, I kind of left the subject a little bit. But this is why at times, you know, when I look out through the window, that I kind of forget what I'm saying here. I get kind of, oh, what was that? So now I'm here, and again, my email is drhelenainfo at yahoo.com, and my webpage, either the old one, bodysoulconnection.com, or the new one, speakingtoyourheart.com, bodysoulconnection which is really old, but I get so much traffic to that, so uh, it's still sitting there. <laughs> but I'm going to change it, and I'm going to make it a, a web page about healing, because I used to have one in the old days. Well, I had it once when, you know, web pages were kind of new, and it was called safehealing.com. It, it did extremely well. However, it also got a lot of hate made from people who say, oh, you don't know what you're doing, and this you shouldn't do, and this is of the devil. And they came and such horrible things, which was not nice. You know, when you work with the light and you work with God and you make people happy and well and successful, why should anyone say, put it that way then? So, but, and suddenly that page, faith, healing, just removed. I don't know who did it. It was just gone. Gone. The big, mysterious internet, there was just totally just hijacked. Someone didn't like it and they they took it off and uh, I have never tried to put it back on. So instead I created created body-soul connection and also Speaking to your heart.com. Now we are going to meditate with the light. So don't drive cars, please. And just begin to relax. And if you hear music, if music goes through, that is Stephen Halpin. Stephen Halpen, innerpeacemusic.com. And I have your permission and I played his music on my show for years. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you all for coming to my show and wishing you now a very happy holiday time, whatever you want to celebrate. But do celebrate one way or the other, even if you're just by yourself. Just pour yourself a nice drink. Make yourself a nice dish. Buy yourself a little something and wrap it just for you. Because you are special. And now you begin to relax. And relax. And relax. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. Deeper still. Deeper and deeper and deeper. You know that within you that is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place within you is your inner light. Begin to see it. it's there within you. So it goes deep, deep down into your inner Take a deep breath. You relax your body, and now should a thought enter your mind, you just throw it out. And feel that in your mind, you're just thinking peace, love, light. And this love and life is there for you. This is the God presence with you. God presence with you. It. absolutely unlimited. You feel it and you You are so relaxed. You are so chosen, so I am also I am still to be. Because within me there is a place that shines. That is the truth of the one that I am. Go, go. relax giving yourself to the light and relax and relax, relax. relax. God deeper present, deeper and deep see God about you
1: you feel it
0: you create the feeling or rich mm-hmm. the feeling what's the feeling how you can and how you will Yes, the feeling that is the feeling that knows all the things and now you decide to feel absolutely tense and in balance in your body. And as you do, a ray of light is coming from above down into your head. Way, way down through your whole being. you feel you feel strong. You feel extreme energy. You feel strong and strong and strong. You just know that within you there is a power called I am the light. This is the God's language you this is what it means to be created in the image of God you have that power within it. And you allow it to shine and work within it. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and mm-hmm. You are the spiritual and You feel that you can You feel that you really, really can and it makes you feel comfortable about yourself. Very, very comfortable about yourself and who you are. You take a deep breath now and slowly, slowly you are feeling The power activates within you like a surge coming through to you. The big, big surge of energy overwhelming, but also almost waking you up to the truth of the one. Yes you, are. yes, you are a child of the light. You are a child of positive feelings. You are a child of love and light, whoever you are. And now alive, allow that light to shine through you. And within you, and allow to shine strongly, strongly, strongly within us. Because that is pull you off the shiny light. You are so relaxed now. So very, very love. And now when I count to seven, you have to open your eyes again. Number one, you feel safe and secure because you have activated your inner light, the God energy within you. One, two, three. The light is shining strong top to bottom. It has a center in your chest area. And you inhale and you experience the wonder with the light and you love it and you trust it. One, two, three, four, five. Yes, you trust. You feel energized and in harmony with yourself on a higher level. And you feel in harmony with this whole world and with the whole universe. So I wish you Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy New Year. Again, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone out there in the whole big wide world. And should you listen to this any other time, receive the wishes anyway, because this is the time for the light to shine, not only around you with all these candles and light decorations, but mainly within you. So let your inner light shine. Have a good day, everyone. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein, www.speakingtoyourheart.com. Thank you all. Bye bye. See you next time.